Hello, everyone, and welcome on into another episode of Betting the High Line, your go-to destination for all your picks, parlays, plays, and gambling analysis surrounding the beautiful game. I'm Thomas Viola, and no Taylor Wilson for this mini-pod this week. This is our Champions League special, so filling in in his stead, you know him already from last week's episode. He's been on plenty before. V-SIN's Nick Henyon. Nick, how are you doing today? What's going on, Thomas? Absolutely fantastic to be back with you. Look at this. You cash some tickets, the people bring you back. So good to, good to see you once again. That is right. We had to bring you back. We love the analysis from last week's show. And hey, it's time for some Champions League action. So who better to help me with this mini pod in Taylor Wilson's stead? He's just a little too slammed to do two shows in a week. And we get that here. Uh, fortunately for me, Mondays are my day off, so I am just chilling here watching Chelsea and Everton and hoping and praying that we manage to get a point out of this game. But right now, let's shift over and let's dive into Europe because we have four games on the docket this week that we have to get to. And let's start with Juventus versus Porto. This is, of course, a second leg. Porto won the first one 2-1 to one, back on the 17th of February. This time around, though, Juventus going to be at home they're minus 225, Porto plus 600, and the draw plus 360. Now, Porto has the advantage here, Nick, obviously, with the 2-1 to one win. They, wish, they would have wished it could have been 2-0, but they still sit at plus 140 to advance. What are you thinking here in this game? It's weird. I mean, Porto is the only home team to win in the first uh, – the, the entirety of the first legs. I mean – that's just crazy to think about. If you had told everyone, okay, one home team is going to win. Who is it going to be? Would everyone have said Porto? I, let me just start by saying this across the board this weekend. I don't feel like I have a grasp on any of these totals. Like it just feels like games could go the, the range of goals for all of these games is absurd. Like you could have, a one nil game, you could have like a four, three game. It could, it could happen that easily. So full disclosure, I have Juventus to close out the second leg of a money line parlay that I used with Manchester city in their first leg against Mönchengladbach. So I took Juventus on the money line. So that's in regular, that's in 90 minutes plus injury time. Juventus just has to win the game. I don't want to lay a goal. Like, that's the thing. I don't feel like this is a 3-0 Juventus thrashing. Now, again, you did see them play well over the weekend against Lazio, coming back from a 1-0 deficit to win 3-1. So, I don't know. Like, maybe I, I can get behind a play at minus 175 to advance because I don't feel like Porto – I think Juventus will be solid enough at the back because, really, Porto's two goals were off two bad defensive mistakes. So – I would be looking at that. And then the other kind of play I like here would be Cristiano Ronaldo, two or more goals at plus 330, because it just feels like if they're going to go through, it's going to be CR7 to do the job, kind of like he did a few years ago in that Atletico second leg. Oh, I really liked, I like that bet. I like Cristiano Ronaldo to score twice because I could I could absolutely see him having one of those vintage CR7 performances here and just putting the team on his back and carrying them where they need to go. 
Yeah. I, like I that mean, he's minus 165 to be an anytime goal scorer, which is just crazy. Like, I don't want to lay that high of a price and like risk an injury or something. If you want him to be the first goal scorer, that's plus 230. So I'm looking more at the prop betting markets only because I still have that Juventus money line still in my pocket. I, I think that's fair. I think if I was going to take him to score at all, I'd take him to score first because I kind of don't see unless someone else from Juventus grabs the first goal and then he grabs the second, I, I, I see him being the guy who's going to make that happen. Of course, watch all this is going to go down and Porto is going to win the game and shock us and go on to the next round because the reality is Juventus has not looked all that great in Serie A so far. And it's not like they've been that dominant in the champions league either. They've been very up and down this season, but overall, especially away from home, I don't think that, there's any way that you can put any real money backing Porto. Yeah, Juventus has had like a stellar record at home. They haven't really been a good road team. So that that result last time around, it, while like kind of surprising, it's not really given. I mean, you saw Juventus go to Lyon last year and lose, uh, lose 2-0 in the first leg. So it's just one of those things that's like, when they get home, it feels like they're like, okay, we, we're going to take care of this. The way through for Porto is to just defend against all odds. The way through is a nil-nil result here. I, I don't think that you can park the bus and expect to win against this Juventus oh, team. No, no, you, but I I'm think not that's exactly. To win, but that's, that's the strategy is yeah. just defend the lead at all costs. Now let's move on here to the second game on tomorrow's docket, Dortmund versus Sevilla. Dortmund at home this leg around plus 118, Sevilla plus 220, and the draw at plus 265. Now, this is one that I am really excited to watch. Um, this is definitely the game that I'm going to have on the TV. Uh, Erling Haaland came absolutely alive last time. We, uh, Dortmund holds the – they currently hold the aggregate lead with, three, uh, with a 3-2 win back in the last game in Sevilla – and Holland in that game, what was it? Two goals and an assist, I believe. Yes, correct. He just absolutely went off. Now the thing is, he came off during the Der Klassiker this weekend against Bayern with an injury. So I think that bears watching for this Champions League game. He looked he looked okay. He subbed off. It wasn't a it wasn't an injury sub, but he did leave the game early. If that if that makes sense, he was able to carry on, but they pulled him. So I hope that it isn't anything too serious, but that certainly bears watching. I wait until lineups come out. If you're playing a side in this game, wait until lineups come out. Because I think if Erling Haaland is not playing, this is just vehemently a different Borussia Dortmund team. And you're going to see that. So if Haaland is not playing, I don't even want to touch Dortmund. I mean, Betters will be intrigued because you're getting plus 118 at DraftKings here just to win the game. But, I mean, we know about the home field advantage that Dortmund carries into this competition. So, I think if, like, I don't want to touch it just because it feels like Dortmund has it in the bag. And personally, I'm sitting on a Dortmund future, so I don't want to put that in jeopardy. Like, I already did a mini hedge with Sevilla in the first leg on that, and obviously it didn't pan out. So, I, I'm i personally not going to touch this. I, and, like, th then you look at the totals, over two and a half, yeah, maybe, but that's minus 182. Under three and a half is minus 175. I mean, 
I don't know, may, maybe over three and a half at plus 138 for a small play. But I mean, do you really expect you're going to have to get a lot out of Dortmund for that total to hit? And I, I think if Hagan's not playing, it, it becomes a just complete stay away game for me. Um, I personally like Dortmund at the plus 118. That might be what I go with on tomorrow's slate. By the way, Yahoo News saying Holland is going to be fit for the Sevilla game. So I'd, I'm still going to wait and watch the lineups and just make sure. But according to the news that we're seeing, he's at least going to be able to play. How healthy he is, though, is going to be that biggest big question mark. But I still see Dortmund going through in this game. The only thing that might tempt me on the other side is Sevilla's plus 475 to advance. Yes, it would take a lot for them to do so. They need two goals right off the bat. But I, I, I don't know. If I was on Sevilla, if that was the side I was backing, that's the play that I would make. But that being said, I am not on Sevilla in this game. I think Dortmund sees it through. Just a quick note, the price on Erling Haaland, anytime goal scorer, minus 132. Again, you have to lay a price. That's to, a hard uh, pass. I interest you in a, a little parlay between Haaland and a CR7 there, anytime goal scorers? That might be that might be a creative little way to enjoy that match, but no, nothing from you on that? No, I with Haaland's injury question, I'm, I, I'm staying away from that prop market. Fair enough. We just don't know how healthy he is. He, they say he's going to play, but we don't know how. We, I, I, I want to know that he's fully healthy going into a game before I'm betting on him to score all those goals. Yeah. Moving on. Now, the other big game, to, not tomorrow, but on Wednesday, this one, dare we say, could we see a repeat oh, of what happened previously in Champions League lore? PSG, Barcelona, PSG leads 4-1 on aggregate. They're going into the Parc de France. Man, if Barcelona pulls off this comeback again, I think PSG has to fold as a club. That just I the monkey would right. never I, get I off PSG. Agreement on that. <laughs> PSG plus one ten to win the game outright. Barcelona two to one to win the game. And mind you, they can win the game while still not advancing. The draw plus 320. And this is the only game where when it comes to the total market, I am taking the over in this one. I think that that is... I think we're I, in agreement on that one. I, I think that's the that's the best way to go. Now, here's the thing. Over two and a half goals, minus 265. Over three and a half goals, even money. That's the kind of range that I'm looking at, the three and a half goals. But even money, that's, that's not a great payout. No, I would actually do the over two and a half and find a parlay partner with that. Maybe it's Juventus as a money line. Maybe it's... Um, I mean, I'm not sure. Maybe there's really, that's the problem with this is like over two and a half. There's nothing this weekend that you're like really confident. I, I mean, this is going to go way further down the board, but theoretically, if you can tie up your bankroll for this long, you could theoretically do it over two and a half in this game. Man City at minus 455 next week and Byron at minus 278 next week. That, that could be the play here. I mean, I, I don't know about three and a half. I feel like it's, am I, do I think it's going to go over three and a half? Probably. But I don't think plus 102 is the is a good enough price to want me to, to interest me in that. Like, I would probably just stay away at that price. If it moved up to, say, like plus 110 or 115, then I would take a look. But I, I just... Don't, I would be looking at over two and a half goals here. 
and I, I'm going to try to find, again, I'm kind of like loving these, these goal scorer props and I'm going to see what um, Kylian Mbappe is because we saw him absolutely destroy that Barcelona back four. I mean, they had no answer for him, period. So uh, Kylian Mbappe, it does not look we have an anytime goal scorer prop on him. Kylian Mbappe, first goal scorer, plus 420. I don't hate plus 420 for, for, for him as the first goal scorer because, I mean, that he is just a special player. And, uh, yes, you're taking a bigger gamble, but f- plus 420 on that, that's that, those are pretty good odds. Mbappe, anytime goal scorer? Do you want to take a guess at this price? Hit me. Plus 100, even money. I like that a lot better than close to yeah. even on the over three and a half goals. I feel like Kylian Mbappe turned himself on for this game, and I think – it, that that would be a play for me plus 100 and i, I mean that, i feel more confident in that at the same price than i do in over three and a half goals it feels like you could lose on the hook there on the three and a half yeah this game could i i don't know i don't think this game ends three zero and i don't think it ends two one i think three and a half i still i i agree with you i don't i i, I think i prefer Killian mbappe to score at any time over a three and a half total when they're roughly around the same payout but I still do like that three and a half number. I'll put one more sort of pizza money here. Mm-hmm. Lionel you know Messi to score at least two goals is plus 750. That is worth a pizza money flyer for me. Cause I think again, like it's the same theory of the case with Cristiano Ronaldo here mm-hmm. is the way through for Barca is messy. And I think he's going to have to have a big game. Plus 750, I would expect it to be closer to like five to one. So it's at least worth a, a small little pizza money play for me. Okay. I, I don't think I'm with you on that, but I, but I just don't see Barcelona winning this game. I don't think that Messi comes alive. Then again, we didn't think that Messi was going to come alive and that they were going to win the last time we were in this situation where PSG held that 4-1 aggregate lead going into the second leg. Barcelona is capable of some of those amazing comebacks, but it doesn't feel like this Barcelona team is capable of it. Agreed. Yeah. I, I can't interest you at all in 14 to one on them to advance. No, you cannot. No chance. <laughs> now let's move on to the final game. And this one might be the biggest enigma on the board because Liverpool lot losers of six straight in the premier league at Anfield. This time they're going to be hosting Red Bull Leipzig on the second leg Liverpool plus 135 to win the game. Leipzig plus 195 and the draw plus 255. I mean, this is definitely the game that is going to be the most intriguing to me because Liverpool has looked absolutely terrible, but they looked terrible before the first leg and they won that 2-0. Liverpool has lost seven straight home games in the Premier League. They they lose to Fulham over the weekend. Thomas is hiding his smile as we're speaking with his hands over his mouth. But, man. And this is the thing. Like, I got caught with egg on my face, as I'm sure we all did, because I was had been RB Leipzig's hype man for, like, Oh, we all loved RB Leipzig. Weeks leading up to, like, Leipzig's got this. Like, it is not even a chance. Like, it basically, we had decided the result, and then Liverpool went out and showed us why they won the Champions League a few years ago. So, I... By the way, real quick, this will not be in Anfield, this game. They are going back to Budapest. Interesting. Good to Fair. know. 
I, I, I was I was arguing this when the when, when it was all announced that because the England teams weren't being let into some of these countries that they were playing these games in essentially neutral site stadiums. But then the plan was still for the other teams to go back to England for the second leg. And I, I, that, that does not seem fair at all. So I'm very glad that they've taken this approach and that both legs will be played at a neutral site. Good on them. That actually makes me like a total play a little bit. And I'm going to get creative now that I see this number. Under three and a half is minus 230. I kind of like that as a parlay with over two and a half in Barca PSG. That What was that number? 265, I believe. That yep. can get close to like minus 120, minus 115. Again, I'm doing math in my head. So uh, check your book, see what that number gets you. But if you have these alternate numbers available to you i kind of like that like i don't see this being a high scoring game i think leipzig is capable of defending it feels like at worst you're seeing 2-1 so yeah i, I, I can agree with that half is a little bit of a juice and the, oh, that way i can get off that three and a half number price in the uh in barca psg and get that two and a half number which i think is a pretty safe bet I like, I, I, I think I agree with you there. I could see this game going over two and a half, but at minus 143, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't want to lay that high of a price though. Yeah. Th- this game's total seems to be, uh, this game's total to me is more of an enigma, but the, I, I don't see this being a high scoring game. I don't see us getting to four goals in this game. The, the first leg Liverpool won two nil. I think Leipzig scores this time around, especially because Liverpool will be on their 20th center back pairing, maybe even to their 21st. But I, I just don't see this being a massive back and forth. I could see it finishing a one, one draw. I could see Leipzig needing the goal and only getting, only getting the one and Liverpool managing to equalize. But I, I don't know. Liverpool has also been just so bad Tough. that I'm almost tempted by that six to one price on Leipzig to get the three goals they need. That's see, I think it's not does Leipzig get three is it's does Leipzig get two and we go to extra time. Like yeah. I think that it's, I don't think, I think if Liverpool goes down to nil, it's it's not let's go score a goal. It's let's park the bus and play for extra time. Like that's that's how I think they're approaching. Could be wrong, but I think it, this whole game comes down to who scores first, and that's why I don't want a part of a side. Yeah, because that it's because it could be it could go very wrong very quickly depending on who scores first. If Leipzig scores the first goal, okay, you have a little bit of a match on yourself. If Liverpool scores first. Or you see a like a slog that's like nil nil in the fifty fifth minute. It's a little different calculus there, and I and then from there I would be fine like in playing a tie money line. So we'll see. So I'm more confident in using that juice total, but don't give me a side here. Plus six hundred is not big enough in my opinion to warrant a play on Leipzig to advance. So that's sort of my interpretation of this match. I think that I have to agree with you there. I mean, the plus 600, you, you're, you have to factor into that calculus that you're essentially betting on a team that's coming into the game minus two already. Yes. And so the, at that point, I, I definitely agree with you on that. Now, these are the four games coming up in the Champions League. Before we get out of here, 
which one is your best bet? If you're making one play, what is it? You can, you could parlay something if you want, like what is your one play to take away? One play for me, I, I, I would say, I, I don't want to give out that parlay because it's not available to everyone. So I'll say my best play is Killian Mbappe anytime goal scorer plus 100. Okay. I like that. I'm going to go Dortmund plus 118 to win. I'm taking Dortmund straight up against Sevilla. It's a 3-2 game coming in, which means that it's basically a wash from the first leg. Yes, Dortmund has that little bit of an advantage, but that's not going to affect them in how they want to approach this game from a strategic standpoint. They're still going to go out and try and win it. And I think that I trust them over Sevilla in this contest. For the people, does that play change if Erling Haaland does not start? Yes. If Erling Haaland does not start, abandon that. Okay, good to know. Yep, I, I think that, I think that's where I have to go on that. But I think he will start, and I think he will be fine. He looked okay. He he looked okay coming off against Bayern. If the injury reports aren't that worried about him, I don't think that's all smoke and mirrors. Okay, I like it. I can get behind it. That, that, would, right. that would help advance my Dortmund future ticket. So I'll, I'll be rooting for you on that one. Oh, same here. I've got Dortmund at 35 to one. So I am really hoping that they can pull off some magic. All right. Well, we'll, we'll have to wait and see what happens, but I'm excited for it. Me too. It's going to be a great Champions League week. Ladies and gentlemen, Nick Henyon, where can people find you on social media? You can find me at Nick Henyon on Twitter. All right. You heard it here. And Nick's always giving out his plays on Twitter. And of course, you can find me at TV at work on Twitter and on the Book It Sports app. Download it today. We'll be giving out all of our picks, parlays, and plays for the week on there. Best of luck in the Champions League, everybody. Have a good one.